Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome to another moment. Yes, a Black History Moment with Bo. And I'm here to take up about 20 minutes of your time today, but I'm sure you will learn something and you will learn the truth. And one of the truths that you will learn today is that sometimes you need to burn bridges to stop yourself from crossing them again. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those three types of people in your life. The people who helped you in your difficult times, the people who left you in your difficult times, and the people who put you in those difficult times. And believe me, I tried to keep quiet, but my ancestors just wouldn't let me. And listen, I am just crazy enough to know that just because they don't like the things I say doesn't mean they don't listen to them. And I'll keep planting those seeds in their subconscious mind because it is awake, even if their conscious mind is asleep. You see, my friends, you can only awake the true power inside of you by claiming your ancestors' contributions, their stories, and their struggles. We have the most golden history of anyone, yet we neglect ours to honor fairy tales. We don't worship dead people. We pay homage to our ancestors and understand they live within our DNA. They are the closest connection we have to the spiritual realm and powerful advocates for our success. It's now time for us to slip into a little darkness. Dr. Carter G. Woodson dedicated his life to educating African-Americans about the achievements and contributions of their ancestors. In 1915, Carter Woodson traveled to Chicago from his home in Washington, D.C. to take part in a national celebration of the 50th anniversary of emancipation. He had earned his bachelor's and master's degree at the University of Chicago, so of course he still had many friends there. As he joined the thousands of Black Americans overflowing from the Coliseum, which housed exhibits highlighting African-American achievements since slavery, Woodson was inspired to do more in the spirit of celebrating Black history and heritage. Before he left Chicago, he helped fund the Association for the Study of Negro Life and History, ASNLH. A year later, Woodson single-handedly launched the Journal of Negro History, which he and other researchers brought attention to the achievements of Black Americans. Born in 1875 in New Canton, Virginia, Woodson had worked as a sharecropper, miner, and various other jobs during his childhood to help support his large family. And although he entered high school late, he made up for lost time, graduating in less than two years. After attending Berea College in Kentucky, 
Woodson worked in the Philippines as an education superintendent for the U.S. government. He earned his bachelor's and master's degree at the University of Chicago before entering Harvard. In 1912, three years before founding the ASNLH, he became only the second African-American after W.E.B. DuBose to earn a doctorate from that institution. And like DuBose, Woodson believed that young African-Americans in the early 20th century were not being taught enough of their own heritage and achievements of their ancestors. To get his message out, Woodson turned to his fraternity. Omega Sci-Fi, which created Negro History and Literature Week in 1924. But Woodson wanted a wider celebration, and he decided the ASNLH should take on the task itself. In February 1926, Woodson sent out a press release announcing the first Negro History Week. He chose February because the month contained the birthdays of both Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, two prominent men whose historic achievements African Americans already celebrated. Now that kills that crazy thought about they gave us February as Black History Month because it was the shortest month in the year. Don't know who started that craziness. But anyway, Lincoln's birthday was February the 12th. Douglas, who was formerly enslaved, hadn't known his actual birthday, but had marked the occasion on February the 14th. As schools and other organizations across the country quickly embraced Woodson's initiative, he and his colleagues struggled to meet the demand of course materials and other resources. The ASNLH formed branches all over the country, though its national headquarters remained centered in Woodson's Row House on 9th Street in Washington, D.C. The house was also home base for the Associated Publishers Press, which Woodson had founded in 1921. Woodson never viewed the study of black history as something that could be confined to a week. As early as the 1940s, efforts began to expand the week of public celebration of African-American heritage and achievements into a longer event. This shift had already begun in some locations by 1950 when Woodson died suddenly of a heart attack at home in Washington. With the rise of the civil rights and black power movements in the 1960s, young African Americans on college campuses were becoming increasingly conscious of the historic dimensions of their experience. Younger members of the ASNLH which later became the Association for the Study of African American History, urged the organization to change with the times, including the official shift to a month-long celebration of black history. In 1976, on the 50th anniversary of the first Negro History Week, 
the association officially made the shift to Black History Month. And since then, every U.S. president has issued a proclamation honoring the spirit of Black History Month. Gerald Ford began the tradition in 1976, saying the celebration enabled people to seize the opportunity to honor the too often neglected accomplishments of Black Americans in every area of endeavor throughout our history. Ronald Reagan's first Black History Month proclamation stated that understanding the history of Black Americans is a key to understanding the strength of our nation. In 2016, Barack Obama, the nation's first Black president, made his last proclamation in honor of Woodson's initiative, now recognized as one of the nation's oldest celebrations of history. As we mark the 40th year of National African American History Month, let us reflect on the sacrifices and contributions made by generations of African Americans. And let us resolve to continue our march toward a day when every person knows the unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So there you have it, my friends. The man that gave us Black History Month, Carter G. Woodson. Rest in peace, my brother, and know that some 70-odd years after your death, the torch is still being carried, the celebration is still being honored, and your legacy will live on and on forever. Because those of us who have been awakened know that no other race is told to forget their history and no other race has suffered more. My friends, that music tells me that it is once more time for me to go. But before I go, I will leave you this message from the lips of Carter G. Woodson. If the Negro in the ghetto must eternally be fed by the hand that pushes him into the ghetto, he will never become strong enough to get out of the ghetto. Until next time, my friends, have a great day, and it has been my honor.